Hey, yo, what's doing, Paniacs? Back in the dungeon again. And if you haven't followed me on Twitter, make sure to do so at PAIGN Pro. You'll see just recently I was asked to be a judge on um, the Happy Hour podcast, which I retweeted on there. So it's, it's, it's um, something for you guys to listen to and check out. And, and what they were doing in this episode is they were recasting the Stranger Things characters with 80s actors. And I was invited to be the impartial judge. They both had blind lists, the two hosts, and they uh, went back and forth. And I got to be the, the, the person to bless. Was it right or wrong? It was, it was fun. It was stressful. I'm a guest on your show. I feel like, you know, one of you guys has to win. And, you know, so my Midwestern came out. And after every time, I'm like, oh, sorry, Mike, or sorry, Tavi, you know, but this one. So, you know. There's still some good judges out there, and we'll just leave it at that. But today, I have Sean back on because, oddly enough, we'd been texting uh, about this subject, uh, kind of coming up with different draft ideas of what we were going to do next. And I was talking about, we, we had some Oscar ideas and things like that, but one of them was recasting some iconic movies with deep rosters. And... No better movie to kick off with than one of the deepest rosters. Extremely fun movie. We're recasting Ocean's Eleven right now on Productions. All right, man. This movie, you know I feel about heist movies as it is, but I, I love this movie so hard. And it 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 holds up just so well. It's uh it's so well cast in the first place, so it's tough to, to go back and try to change that with modern actors. But uh, yeah, such a great heist movie, such a fun movie, lots of rewatchability to it. So hopefully the ones that we're going to put together are going to make for a fun what if type cast as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically the multiverse, you know, it was, we're not saying there's anything wrong with this movie, but it's just kind of like, ah, you know. Let's play around with it a little bit. Let, let's, mm-hmm. you know, it, and it is, it is still the bag of six. So we're only drafting six each, but there's obviously 11, Ocean's 11. And then we're also uh, anybody's fair game. So if you want to, you know, pick Terry Benedict, who was played by Annie Garcia or, you know, Julie Roberts' character, et cetera, there was a lot of people. I mean, we're talking oh, yeah. about how deep the bench was. I mean, they just kept piling it on. And uh, yeah, this should be a good time. It's star after star after star in that movie. So hopefully we do it some justice. I know. And there and there was one time I actually thought of an actor that was actually in the movie for a different part. And I was like, wait, hold on, dude. No, he's totally in it, man. So yeah, that 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 definitely happened. You know, I don't I don't like to Google when I do these things. So I'm like, you know what? Brad Pitt would be one. No, wait. <laughs> Brad <laughs> Pitt one of the, as the biggest as star. Right, yeah. exactly uh so yeah that... how have you been man i've been great yeah we uh we had a nice caribbean vacation that was excellent uh yeah. hate to come back but yeah it was fantastic uh you yeah. had a birthday i did i did not in the caribbean but but also relaxing yeah i i drank probably significantly more rum uh <laughs> than than you did on your birthday though i don't know i mean you've, you've had some 
some legendary birthdays. <laughs> I definitely had my share of cocktails, but they were not rum based. So, yes, you do win this one. Uh, nachos, of course, were had because it is my birthday and my favorite food. So I, I went more of the, the tequila route that, that evening. So that, that's where I was hanging out. That sounds like an awesome evening. And it's been it hasn't been since the box office draft since last we spoke. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's man. been a couple of months now. Right. So go back, Paniacs. If you haven't listened to the box office track, we're kind of in the thick of it right now. We're we're kind of trading blows here between us, man. It's between you know, this is a big weekend for me. Love and Thunder, yep. not getting the best reviews. I'm not I'm not enjoying this, but I might have been uh I might have been a bit too cocky <laughs> in that draft, just a bit. But uh I'm still feeling pretty confident, but Top Gun is way outperformed what I expected. So <laughs> gotta hand that to you. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah, go back and listen to that one. And and there's still a couple movies left to left to come. I mm-hmm. still got some crowd ads. I still have a train adventure. Nope is still I got, looming. I got nope. Yeah. Yeah. Nope is still looming, which I'm nervous Looks about. good. Oh yeah. Looks yeah. good. Well, we'll see. And Mike, we're sorry, man. It just wasn't your year. <laughs> but we'll yeah. talk to you. We'll talk to you about that in the fall. All right, let's kick it off. As always, I'm nervous to having you go first because there are like two or three actors I really feel, you know, it's it's the dude's rug of my draft right now. It really just ties my crew together. But as always, the humble host, I will surrender, pick one. Well, I appreciate that you, in this sir. case. And because I have and, someone that I have someone that I think is just perfectly set up for this role. Damn it. I'm already nervous, man. All right. <laughs> All right. It's the first right. person I thought of when I when I started to go through to uh to to put this ensemble cast together. I'm like going through, you know, I'm not gonna go with Danny right off the top. Okay, uh, good. Okay, 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 evil. okay, good. I'm I'm feeling like, better now. Okay, good. I've got two that I really like for that role. Uh so I feel like if you take one of them, I still feel pretty good with the other one. Okay. All right. Uh, I am going to go with the Brad Pitt role, the, the rusty role, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need kind of that um, playboy type swagger, um, mm-hmm. kind of off the cuff type humor, a uh, little bit of improv to his game, a lot of confidence. Uh, so for that, I'm going Ryan Gosling. Pick Damn one it. as my yeah. rusty. All right. Great pick. 100%. He's got like that obviously the the chiseled good looks you know oh, yeah. he's kind of the the guy for that role but also he's a great i i think of the movie nice guys you know mm-hmm. he's a he's great really complimentary piece like yeah. he's you know obviously russell crowe can't be a danny these days but in his heyday maybe but uh i think of him in that i think you know i think of the character in, in drive and mm-hmm. he can just play so many different roles but you know, Rusty was an understated character in that movie, you know? Yeah. His his presence was there, but he wasn't he wasn't taking any any shine off off of uh Clooney there. He he knew his role and like always eating for some odd mm-hmm. reason. Yeah, that was a character trait for, for some <laughs> weird weird note that I think I think Pitt put in there just because he thought it'd be funny. I think right. I read that somewhere. But yeah, I think uh I think Gosling's got the uh, kind of the chops to to play that uh that that rusty type role really well mm, yep he was on my short list for sure it, just like the understated parts of when 
when Clooney's not saying anything and he's just sitting there. Do we need one more? <laughs> you think we need one more? You you think and Clooney hasn't right, said we'll a word. Yeah. All right, we'll get one more. Like that, just like that charisma there. All right. Well played. That's a good one. So I'm gonna definitely take my Danny here because this okay. is one I was most nervous about. But you need uh Sumrut Road Wary, you know, done some time, but still ruggedly handsome, charismatic as hell to carry off this role. So with my first pick, I'm taking Mr. Idris Elba. Oh as, damn as Danny Ocean. Yep. That's a great pick. That was that was my number one, uh, <laughs> my number one Danny. Also, that's a great pick. Yeah, I just that that's holding my team together right there. That that's that's one I needed to have first and foremost. So I, think I thought I was would... going to be clever with that pick too. <laughs> I think he will crush that role. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of the same characteristics. I mean, if you've ever seen anything from The Office, even to <laughs> to the wire to he he can run luther. the game luther yes um but again he's in women have that like there was that that stage of clooney where he was like oh like the women can't stop talking about this guy and, mm-hmm. and elba still has that and there's still the the uh social media rumble that demanding him be in the next bond you know you you don't select oh, those characters so yeah, yeah. So I had to take Elba as my Dan. I was I was thinking I was going to have that as a bit of a a bit of a curveball for you. And I think there was one that I thought was kind of a center cut type (laughs) Danny that I thought that was the way that you were going to go. So I have that guy as my second pick. So I'll save that for my my number six, since I know you're not going to take two Danny's. Yeah, that's that's the other benefit of a draft yeah. like this. You know, it's like once a category is filled, yeah. I need to bump up my secondaries. So, yeah, no, but I, I think that is a uh, fantastic choice. All right. Where do I go now? Or do you get two? we doing a snake. No, I, I usually don't when it's just two of us. I'm just go back and forth style. All right. Um... Although. I kind of have some Virgil and Turk thoughts, and I feel like if I pick one, the other one's kind of obvious. But well, you know, let's we'll do, get let's there do snake. when we. No, let's we'll, do snake. You get the you get third, and then I'll get four and five. All right then. All right. So, since I got my one, if I if I if I'm taking Elba as Danny, I'm taking my Linus as Michael B. Jordan. Oh, okay. I like that. So, you know, kind of the want to impress uh, the character, the wet behind the ears, eager to show, show off, show out a little bit. He kind of can play that. I mean, he did as Creed's son, Apollo Creed's son, you know, a little bit too aggressive, a little bit too cocky, but can be put in his place and kind of still has that doe eyed charm. And again, Mm -hmm. you know, Damon was again, another, they packed this roster full of, Great looking chaps. So I think uh, Michael B. Jordan as Linus to compliment Elba is is my top pick there. No, that's a great choice. Um, I think he's still got, like you said, that kind of youth to him uh, where you could believe that he's a little inexperienced mm-hmm. and uh, a little overwhelmed in the situation. Uh, but by the end of the movie, he can certainly pull through and show that he's got some chops. Yeah, he can be smooth if he has to be, but he also has that innate ability to to mm-hmm. be 
oh shit i've I fucked up or like dude you're going a little too hard in the paint there bud like you know <laughs> right tone it down a little bit and you know if we decided to do further movies he'd look great in a prosthetic nose so you know <laughs> the nose plays <laughs> right see i i understood that oceans 13 reference that uh thank you you know that the, the pain audience might not <laughs> what was his name um danny or Donny Pepper Pepperidge or something like that was his, his <laughs> yes. cover name or something like that. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go since you, you took the Linus role. I know I can save that also. I've got a, mm-hmm. a good choice for that one. I think I am going to go with the, the Frank. Uh, okay. Played by Bernie Mac. Yeah. Rest in peace. Uh, I feel like this is another kind of center cut, like central casting type person. Cause you need someone that's got like the uh, the ability to just kind of BS off the top of his head. Um, mm. I mean, he's going to play a dealer as well, and they have to have kind of that public gregariousness and just talking all the time type thing. Uh, he might need a box to stand on. <laughs> I uh, think I know where you're going. But he's got that kind of fast talking BS his way through anything type uh, uh to him so that's going to be kevin hart is going to oh, be my frank okay i thought you were going another route he's still in play okay all right good that's a great pick thank you I, yeah because yeah i mean you can see him because what he is they're selling like a new game right that's the whole thing is like yep. you know so he's got to like talk talk it through you know and like talk it out and bullshit and like you know yeah, he's the he's he's a uh, kind of the speaking con man type thing where he's got to mm-hmm. be and he's in front of the you know the pit bosses and the the regular casino workers. So he's got to blend in uh, and just kind of talk his way through anything. So I think he's uh, Kevin Hart's perfect for that role. All right. I had I had a I had a Frank and I thought you had him there. That's a good one, though. I don't know. I'm not 100 percent sure I'm going to use Frank now because of that. So that's going to be in the maybe pile. Well played. We'll talk maybes after this. Once we get through our six, it'd be fun. Oh, to yeah, see yeah, how the rest yeah. Of the cast would fill out. Yeah, yeah. But that's the beautiful part of it is now mm-hmm. I don't have to pick them or I don't have to pick them at all next. So. All right. Uh, and then I got another one here. Yeah. Let me see. All right. So I'm going to go. This is a one female in the cast. Mm. <laughs> um, and I think this person has to have kind of the uh, the most beautiful woman in the world type carriage to her. But also uh, Julie Roberts had such like class to the role. Uh, so uh, it's it's one of those things that she's got to kind of walk the line and still be believable that she would have been in love with a con man. Right. A career criminal. So. It's it's tough to find that kind of you don't want someone too far one way, too far the other. Mm-hmm. So I am going to choose one of the most beautiful women in the world who has shown a, a, a wide range of acting chops from Arrested Development to the oh. Fast Chies. Uh, okay. That's going to okay. be Charlize Theron is going to be All right. my Tess. I test ocean. I could picture her as yeah, you know the the curator of a, a, a an art 
museum and, you know, still being with someone that's kind of like a hard edge like Danny Ocean does. Now, I don't know your Danny yet, so I can't speak of the chemistry. So that's still looming. We'll get but there. Yes, it's going to be Vin Diesel. She can definitely go. Well, <laughs> dang, slam dunk. Game over. All right. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Make sure to follow us. All right. No, I can see that for sure. Okay. <laughs> and bringing up rest of development, just, just <laughs> I've totally forgot about that character and that. That's wonderful. Mr. No. F. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right. Um, I'm going to take my basher. Who was played by. All the, right. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to hear this. By Don Cheadle. With one of the worst accents in the history of movies. But I, I think it, part of it had to have been intentional. Like they just rolled with it. But there's some comedic uh. charm in play here. I, I, I'm maybe not. All right. I'm, maybe I'm giving him too much credit because I love Cheadle so much. But, um, you know, I, I, I'll put it up there with like Malkovich and Rounders. Like, come on, man. Are you, is it some of it's for effect here? It may, <laughs> you may be going hard for it and think you somewhat nailed it, but some of it's for effect here. So I will say this. Um, if you look at the IMDb and you're, you're looking through the entire cast, uh, one name you will not see is Don Cheadle. He is uncredited in the movie because he asked to be uncredited because he hated how bad he was in it with that accent. (laughs) That's why I don't think that he did. I I think it was just like a lack of preparation type thing. Okay. He he didn't get enough time to work on the accent. Uh, Yeah. He, he asked to be uncredited in that one because he thought it was so bad. All right. Well, there's nowhere to go, but up. Yeah. 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 So mine will be credited. Because he also was, you know, an explosive expert and a bit a bit loony. You know, he's Barney. Mm-hmm. Rubble, trouble. Um, speaking a little bit incoherently, but still kind of with it and 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 a crucial part of the team. I'm taking Colin Farrell as my bash. Huh, okay. And I'm gonna have him do it with a southern accent. Oh, why are you doing that? <laughs> oh, why are you, what are you doing? Why are you doing just as a nod to the original film? <laughs> You want you want them to try a bad accent? Yeah, that doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Why yeah, why yeah. not just pick an a, an Englishman to do the <laughs> the guy from London? Be- because I need, I I think the uh, I, I I love Colin Farrell. Per, per, I I need him in this movie anyway. I just love him. He's one of my favorite actors of all time, and I think he can play like a slightly not twisted. I don't want him to seem like he's crazy, but a little bit more off center mm. than Cheadle played it, you know, an explosive experts always a little bit in, in, in all these heist movies, you know, it's always someone a little bit over off, the, off their shit. I mean, they're, <laughs> they're playing around with, with, with deadly explosives. So I, I feel like he can play it a little bit more crazy, which everybody knows he can do so well, but also with that little, have you seen, Oh man, what, I'm going to blank on the title now. The most recent Guy Ritchie movie might not be his most recent. It's The Gentleman. The movie is The oh, Gentleman. I definitely did not see that. It's Matthew McConaughey, um, uh, the kid from, I'm going to call him the kid from uh, Charlie Hunnam, the kid from okay, Son yeah. of Anzarchy, and Colin Farrell plays like this neighborhood guy, the coach that he's like a boxing coach or whatever. It's, it's a great role. He's another one, very small 
role that he just absolutely smashes. And I can see some some aspects from there playing through. And so he's definitely my basher. Now, I messed up, though, by not trying to take my Virgil and Turk on the swing. So, <laughs> um, hmm. which way do I go? So I've got three. If I take them, that'd be four or five. That only leaves me with one. And I got to decide between Tess and Rusty. But I also got a great Terry Benedict. I might leave Virgil and Turk off this. And that's shocking to me. So I'm going to select my test, even though you've already selected your test. So right. I kind of want to play that game. Also, I, I, I find this woman very attractive. She's a huge movie star. A little rough around the edges, but can class it up. So, you know, you know, as we as we talked about, was in love with the con men. You can you can definitely when you hear her name you can you can picture those con men years for sure but then you know you know she can she, she can church it up when necessary. I'm selecting Emily Blunt. Oh, great choice as my test. Yeah. So I mean, she's just the myriad of roles she's played. Um, yeah, she can I be like that. When when Danny gets out of jail and she's so pissed, like she can play pissed really well, but you know, like. Okay, there was something there. I see where it is. And now a bit more refined. I like that. I think that's a good choice. She's got a lot of range. Yeah. Uh, she's Mary she's one of my favorite actresses, too. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> Edge, of, Edge of Darkness? Is that the name of it? Edge of Tomorrow. What was Edge the one of tomorrow. with Tom Cruise? Yeah. Edge of Tomorrow. I picture that kind of attitude in there, you know? Like, yeah. So I'm going to go, uh, I think, every good cast um you have to have an antagonist um mm. and while andy garcia is legendary um you know he, he to me he came off as not as menacing as you really want a good antagonist to be um mm-hmm. he came off as uh you know i'm a super rich guy and i can buy and sell the world and that's why you should fear me i get that um but when he's telling you that he's going to hunt you down and, you know, he can find you anywhere. I didn't really believe him so much. Uh, <laughs> my guy, we've seen him be one of the greatest villains of all time. Okay, on the, you're going, the you're going heavy hitter here. I'm going Javier Bardem. Oh, as my wow, Terry. Okay. Benedict. Uh, I feel wonderful. I won't give him the, uh, the, the, the figure skating bowl cut. <laughs> he can have his normal hair. Uh, but that's a man with menace that uh, when he's going to track you down, uh, I mean, he might do it with uh, the, the the bolt action uh, cow tranquilizer or whatever that he had in uh, No Country for Old Men. But uh, he's going to track you down. Uh, and you believe it. So, yeah, my my villain is going to be Javier Bardem. OK. And he does have prickish vibes. You got to have prick. Hey. The one thing Andy Garcia did do well in the role was was prickish, prickish oh, vibes, yeah. dude. Like, like you said, you didn't think he was much of a badass. His threats kind of rang hollow, and maybe that was partially due to the charisma that that Clooney was oozing. But yeah, he definitely, we no doubt, you're rooting against him from from the jump, and that's what made it hard for me to select. I I have a couple heavy hitters on here, but I was like, you know what? They might actually start to root for this guy a little bit. So <laughs> I've had a hard time nailing him but yeah and and he can go full zaddy because uh 
Bardem, you know, when you think of, again, no country for old men, you think of that Javier Bardem and you're like, well, no, nobody's going to believe that Charlize Theron's messing around with that guy, no matter how rich he is. Right. But he can be he can be a handsome, a handsome man. He cleans up, you know, I mean, when, when he cleans up. Yeah. He's I mean, you don't want to look at him like like Dune Bardem, but, uh, you know, he's got some some roles in there where he looks uh, kind of suave and like, a, you know, a, a sex symbol, I think. You know, oh, definitely, definitely. He's done some GQs. Yeah, he's a good looking man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's always got like that perma uh, perma stubble, like where yep. like it looks like someone dyed the the, the silver ones to perfectly on him. Like I would say if you if you look like like mother era Bardem, I mean he was he was the the male lead in, in that. So you know, he was he was the husband. You expected kind of that from him too. So I think he could pull it off. Yeah, kind of suave but still incredibly menacing. <laughs> you're Terry. You you're bringing scary Terry is what you're bringing. Oh, I got full on scary Terry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'll I'll go my Danny. Um, okay, I've been curious, man. I was yeah. I was thinking if you were like saving the suspense for the mic drop at the end here, but I thank you. I can do that now. I mean, I, I was going to save my Linus for the end now, but uh, no, let's do the let's do the Danny now. Okay. So when you think kind of swaggery playboy, but also can uh, can be believable that he's been in a bunch of trouble. Uh, to me, there's there's one guy outside of Idris Elba. Uh, this guy kind of lived it. Um, and his most famous role is kind of that already. Uh, so I definitely don't think it's it's much of uh, a stretch to put Robert Downey Jr. in the okay. Danny Ocean role. You can already picture him as as a. Uh, you know, the, he's a suave leader of a group of you know, uh, <laughs> right. Other, <laughs> He's not wearing it. He's wearing a different kind of suit this time, but he's he's the leader of a an ensemble group where he's you know he's always got a drink in his hand and he's kind of quipping and putting together plans. I think uh, to me he fits he fits that well. Yeah, I think I think he needs to tone it down a little bit. Like because he can't be as quippy. Because one of mine, you know, now that we both picked it, we can name a couple names. Because, like, at first I was like, you know, Ryan Reynolds is a great looking dude, but he always plays that same character and it'd be way mm-hmm. too cute for the role. So, yeah, I think Downey, he was definitely on my short list with uh, Bradley Cooper. Oh, yeah. Cooper would have been a good one for that, too. Yeah. Um, but I was like, but between Reynolds and Cooper, I'm like, man, they, they're just a little too comedic, you know, like, they made their their bones there. I mean, Cooper's gone out in more dramas, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I, I can still see him swinging in the garage, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but that that was always my balance. Like, I can't have somebody too funny. They need to be charmingly funny. And I, yeah, Downey can pull that off, man. I had Cooper as my second for Rusty. Oh yeah, shit. I guess I shouldn't be talking about characters. I mean, because you haven't roles. picked your Rusty yet, so maybe you're going to pick him as your Rusty now. But that's cool. right. Yeah. Now, now I think he's a, I, that could be a very capable Rusty as well. So you've got your your final two now. Are you going to come at home? Come on home with the 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 Virgil and the Turk? Or are you going to go different route now? I don't know. 
right now it is between Virgil and Turk or Rusty and, and Terry, but I feel Virgil and Turk just. You've built this up a lot. I want to hear the Virgil and Turk. No, I got two, two pairs of actors that I think will both be wonderful for the role, but I don't think any of them are really going to have like the shut down the draft, dude. Like I, I think when, when <laughs> rosters are going against rosters, I don't think Virgil and Turk are going to bring it home. But that was my only that. thing about the snake draft was like, if I draft one, then it's just like, okay, wait another pick to draft the other. But now I don't even know I'm going to do it. So, you know, I don't um, think my Virgil and Turk are, are super strong. So if you want to save that for the, the rest of the, yeah, maybe we fill will. out the rest of it. We can do that. I'll, I'll, I'll let that slide. And I, I Gosling was really high on my rusty list. So like my, my two I have left there, which haven't been mentioned. Um, you still got two that haven't been mentioned on that list. For Rusty, yeah. Wow. All right. Uh-huh. I'm interested. One of them. You know what? I'm just going to go ahead and do it. And people are going to think it's crazy because of the most recent rule, roles he's been in. This man, <clears throat> much like uh, your Benedict role when he cleans up. Chiseled, handsome man wonderful actor but usually plays a much dirtier role or or wears masks most of the time actually i'm taking tom hardy in my rusty role okay i could see that yeah um people find him understated and a lot of the characters Mm -hmm. he plays is understated but uh great actor wonderful actor and rusty was I don't know. I, I want to go back and actually count how many lines of dialogue he actually had. He was more of a presence than like a performer in, mm-hmm. you know, in the movie, if that goes. And I can just see Tom Hardy nailing that role. Tom Hardy in pretty much any role is going to nail that role. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like he would match well with, with, with Elba there. I feel like they would, they're both a little bit dirtier. I feel, I feel than like, you know, not in the, they're dirty people, but you know, they're just got a little bit more edge than the original two. Like Clooney and Pitt were at like they were almost at the peak of their their power at that time. I mean, like, yep, they went back and forth on People magazine, you know. Like, I don't know if you can reach that level with 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 anybody other than them right now, but so this is like, you know, the little bit scruffier version. <laughs> My back my backup that I was thinking about was uh Mr. Donald Glover uh was my backup Rusty. I had him uh penciled in in another in another role. So we oh, can get shit. to that in the I should no, that's fine. Know. I'm not gonna I I still gotta do my Linus, so all right. Then my final pick going Terry Benedict, going a little lesser known, but people have discovered him more recently from this. Star Wars franchise and more recently hidden than that hidden the Marvel universe. I'm taking Oscar Isaac as my Terry Benedict. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I feel, I feel like an ex machina version of, of mm-hmm. Oscar Isaac, you know, as like the unstable, a little bit crazy behind the eyes. But again, he's another guy that can, that can swap up. And no, um, he's yeah, he's uh, he's got a pretty wide range. I mean, you've seen him, like you said, from, from crazy. Uh, you've seen him kind of be the if you saw Dune, he's like the, the head of state. You've seen him uh, 
you know, in the Poe, he's Poe. He's, he's like Poe Dameron. The, yeah. Yeah. He's like the new the new uh, Han Solo ish type character. Yeah, he's the... got some swagger to him. He's right. uh, he's got some range. He's uh, he and, and Hardy are two of my favorite actors out there right now. And I can see him and, and Emily Blunt as a believable couple. And I can see, you know, like, all right, I can see how after she got over Danny, she could go this way. But he you can also play that prickish role that it's like, all right, I I, I do want Elba and, and her back together, though. Like, I don't feel he'll be too charismatic enough to make you root for Oscar Isaac because he can be a dickhead. Whereas my other Terry roles, I was like, man, some people might choose him. <laughs> like, man, let him let him win. There's Denzel cannot be Terry Benedict. Man. No, no, because I mean, yeah, no one's coming back from that. No. So my Linus, because I feel like you need Linus is a very key piece to this. And you had your your Michael but Jordan. Uh, mm-hmm. So so uh, you just mentioned this guy, and and he is on my my very short list, and I've been going back and forth with he and another actor for this role. Uh, I am going to choose. Uh, one childish Gambino, yeah. Donald Glover as my Linus. Um, we talked about this role a bit. You know, he's uh, he can be smooth when he needs to be, uh, but he's also you can definitely picture him as being kind of the over over his head, over his skis type guy to start the movie. Um, gets picked on by you know the the, the leads a bit, kind of pranked a lot. You could see him kind of falling for that stuff, being a little naive, uh, but then also having the the wherewithal, the the Lando Calrissian yeah. uh, play to his game, where he can he can be that that swagger uh, to BS his way through, you know the kind of that nerdy role, the 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 suit and tie type to to get his way into the back room. Um, so yeah, I got Donald Glover for that role. I like that. That I pick. love it, dude. I love it, and uh, yeah, it's. Somewhere between Lando and and um and his role in Magic Mike XXL, Community, yeah. like to start, <laughs> right. like, like him in Community to to start the role, uh, start the movie, uh, that type. Uh, also bring in a bit from when he was in uh, The Martian, where he's kind of got that. Oh yeah, that kind of frenetic nerdiness to him to to start. Also, I think. Uh, so you want to talk uh, alternates for for some of these roles, or do you want to jump into some of the other roles first? No, let's talk a couple alternates because while you're online, is I was thinking of completely flipping the script and going Zendaya. Oh, that'd have been good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought like you know she can she can play that like uh, I mean just basically euphoria is all you need to say. Mm-hmm. I mean <laughs> she can pluck from whatever there, but. You know, she can be wet behind the ears, but also like the the, the baddest one in the room. Um, Speaking of Zendaya, I had uh, Tom Holland. <laughs> right, <laughs> so right. that would have been funny if, if you would have picked her and I would have picked him. Uh, I also had Joseph Gordon-Levitt uh, mm-hmm. as one of my finalists for that Linus role. I feel they're they're too wet. You know, I need them to get a little bit. I didn't know you like to get wet. <laughs> they i need them to be a little bit strong i mean of course he's spider-man but he's still like voice cracking spider yeah you know when he's yeah. not spider-man so 
I need I need another roll or two out of out of Holland for me to 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 see some chops. He needs to be um, Mike from uh, Rounders. Like I, I need I need something yep. like that from him to be before I can I can believe him in that role. So I think he chose wisely. Still a yeah. little sand in his pants. Yeah, as the uh, the football coach would say. I'm surprised you didn't go Natalie Portman for tests, especially the way that you were uh, oh, man that you were talking of how how. I'm like, oh man, he's she's on my there. list. Yeah. <laughs> you you know, I have I have a. For those of you who don't know, she's my one of ones uh, for <laughs> right. for now and forever. Yeah, Natalie Portman is is the 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 swoon of my life. Uh, celebrity <laughs> edition. I don't know. I had I had Charlize Moore as kind of yeah no, no, for no that. No. I had Gal Gadot on there as well for for tests. yeah yeah. You kind of need almost that that Hollywood glamorous. Mm-hmm. Uh, statuesque type of 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 actress for this. My thing with with Portman is that I I don't know if I could believe that she would be with uh, a con man type. I I don't know that she's got got kind of that that grit to her that Charlize, I think, does. The only thing I could think of uh, closer, you know, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that was the one I I can think of that over. I was like, okay, you know, Frank, I had Bill Burr. Oh, I like that. Yeah. yeah. When you're talking short and like talking a lot, I'm like, oh, shit, he pulled it. And uh, your pick was was wonderful. But I was like, man, who else in Vegas? But Bill Burr on, on a gambling floor. That would have like, been that fun. Guy, that guy's yeah. blending in. He Nobody's going to think he's part of a heist team, you know? No, like, no. <laughs> yeah, he'd have been he'd have been a good pick, too. I like that. My basher. Uh, since yeah. You basher yeah, and yeah. I didn't. Uh, I was actually going to give it to Don Cheadle again. <laughs> since he, he he really didn't like his role the first time uh he didn't like his his accent uh give him some time and let him run it back do it again do it again do Don. it again this time since he's credited technically yeah. he would be recast yeah all right virgil and turk um i went with and this this may be a little obscure for for some people um but if you've seen uh, 22 Jump Street. Yeah. Or if you're familiar with their their writing, the uh, the Lucas brothers, Kenny and Keith Lucas. Okay. Uh, they're legitimate twins. Yeah. Uh, those super talented guys. Uh, lots of comedic chops. They can obviously work off of each other. They've been doing it their entire lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you've seen 22 Jump Street, they steal pretty much every scene that they're in because they're oh, hilarious yeah. playing off each other. Uh, so yeah, Kenny and Keith Lucas. That's my Virgil and Turk. Nice. I went back to the well. And even though they're way more talented for these roles, I was gonna go Brian Tyree Henry and the Keith Stanfield <laughs> okay. to pull from ATL because their chemistry in that or Atlanta, you know, the mm-hmm. show Atlanta. Yeah, because their chemistry in that and the way they play that those roles in there, I thought pretty much, you know. Stanfield as as Virgil and and Brian Terry Henry as Turk, I think they could have nailed that. That been then fun, my, yeah, yeah. That's most of my list, man. All right, I've, I've got a couple others that I thought were were fun uh, choices. We got three three roles left. We got the uh, Yen role. Yeah, um, I went with Simone Biles. Okay. I can't name another <laughs> yeah, gymnast right. or contortionist. She's tiny. Right. She can fit in lots of spots. Yeah, uh, she'll have some some star power behind her name. 
uh, for Livingston, uh, the Eddie Jemison role, the kind of the the, the nerdy uh, tech guy. I've got Thomas Middleditch from sure. uh, Silicon Valley, the, yeah. the lead from that. And then uh, for my Ruben, my Elliot Gould role, um, I've got Ted Danson. Oh, that's really good. So I went from from one stand-up comedian. I'm not I'm sorry, uh, sitcom actor to another right no that's really good dude i like that one a lot well i also love ted danson so much that one that's great that might be that might be tiptoeing on my uh on my benedict conundrum though like would danson steal a little bit too much thunder in there where gold is, is totally gold but i love that pick i think he's got you can play in the background enough uh you have to you have to imagine that he's actually a guy that can own a casino. So he's got to have kind of that yeah, size to him, but also kind of be more in the background. So it's, it's tough. I mean, like 1980s Ted Danson, no, uh, 2020s <laughs> Ted Danson. I think so. I mean, he's, he's mid seventies now. Right. Um, so I think he can be, he can be one of those guys, you know, super get, get him super tanned, get him uh, <laughs> uh, kind of a bad suit. And I think he would fit right in. So you want to do you want to recap? Do you want to recap our our six our our bag of six real quick? Yeah, man, let's do it. So as my uh, Danny Ocean, I've got Robert Downey Jr. As my Rusty, the Brad Pitt role, I've got Ryan Gosling. Uh, as my Tess, the Julie Roberts role, I've got Charlize Theron. Uh, my villain, Terry Benedict, that was the Andy Garcia role. I've got Javier Bardem. My Linus, the Matt Damon role, I've got Donald Glover. And my Frank, that Bernie Mackerel, I've got Kevin Hart. Beautiful. And on my list, I went Idris Elba for Danny Ocean, Tom Hardy for Rusty, Michael B. Jordan for Linus, Basher, played by Colin Farrell with a Southern accent. <laughs> I love the Southern accent on that. Must That's be a great. Southern accent. Tess is Emily Blunt and Scary Terry played another none other than by Oscar Isaac. I think we've got two very entertaining movies here. Yeah. I'd be, really be very do. interested to see both of these, to see how they would, how they do. I think, uh, totally like looking at your list and looking at my list, I think they're, I mean, obviously mine's better, but <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think we've got two great lists. I, you, you've got I'm a decidedly, uh, British. Feel to this. <laughs> right. Maybe that's Maybe the whole th- twist. Maybe the heist is in London. And that's why right? that's why you've got Colin Farrell with the southern accent. There you go. Holy From across shit. the pond. I yeah, am just do it that way. Without stick with me here, everybody. Across the oceans eleven. Boom. Oh my God. Boom. It writes itself. It's it's there. All right, man. We have to do this again. What uh, just off the top of your head, what what movie should we tackle next? I'll, I will put that out oh, on social man. media, but we need a large cast with a lot of great actors and actresses. And it's got to be far enough back that uh, mm-hmm. that you're you're not stepping on your your toes from a couple of years ago. That's gonna be a D- tough one. Dare we, Godfather? Oh man, ooh, <laughs> dare we? Can I? Can I put uh, Scott Kahn as, <laughs> as the funny role? <laughs> yes, you can. I'm not going to, but I could. Um, <laughs> yes, please. Oh, that'd be a great one. 
All right, man. We'll we'll definitely I, we might be able to get one of these in before we do the uh, box office recap. And uh, I'm already listening to to podcasts and planning fantasy football drafts. So we'll be yeah. definitely doing uh, some more content very soon. So we'll have to. If any of you guys have any suggestions on which movies we should recast, I'm sure we're missing the elephant in the room. Someone's yelling at at, at their AirPods right now, like this one's so obvious. So please, yeah, sure, let us know. Share it with me on Twitter, on Facebook, on the gram if you want to. If you want to make a graphic about it, about how glaringly obvious this one was, it's at p a i g n p r o everywhere. If I'm not on something where you listen to podcasts, I, I find it hard to believe, but let me know and I will amend that shortly. All right, I'm going to wrap it up, man. Thanks again. Take care. See you, Ryan.